Thanks for clicking on something to have a bit of a listen to the Who's Your Mob podcast. Uh, this is a good one. Had a bit of a chat with Warren H. Williams, and we're up on the hill looking out over Tamworth during the Country Music Festival up there. I was up there with him doing the Buried Country show, and we had a little bit of time in the morning after the gig to head up the hill and yeah have a chat about country music and the culture and also how he navigates the two different worlds yeah a bit of an insight into the nuts and bolts of the music as well as the cultural protocols and a bit of guidance on my own journey in regards to yeah having traditional elements and traditional purpose to some music that I'm creating so yeah a special treat to have yarn with him and hang out and also share the stage with him for the Buried Country show so I hope you enjoy what we have to yarn about and I hope you get something from it so here he is Uncle Warren H. Williams My mother is um, well I'm Western Aranda from my grandfather West, uh, Winston Aranda, for my other grandfather, I'm Western Luricha and Pindavi. For my grandmother on my mother's side, I'm Southern Aranda and Southern Luricha. On my father's side, I'm Aranda and Warmungu. So, yeah. Okay, and so people can get an idea of where these tribes are? Yeah, like, yeah. Well, what are the towns? Well, uh, there's, the, um, there's Hermansburg for starters, Hermansburg, and then you go down west, I mean south down to like Tembe Downs, um, go up north to Turner Creek, go out west to Amundurka or Mount Liebig. Yeah. yeah, right. How do all these mobs end up coming together as far well, as... Well, yeah. one, of the, one of the reasons why they did it was because the, the mission. Mission came in and sort of, um, you know, when there was the big drought, they all came into Ndari, Irmansburg, mm. and most of them met up there. Um, the Waramunga, my Waramunga grandmother, well, she she had a couple of kids, about three kids before she met my grandfather. But, and they got taken down to Bor- um, the bungalow, the telegraph station, mm. and she followed, followed them kids all the way from Turner Creek to the bungalow. And that's in Alice Springs, she met my grandfather, that dad's father. Yeah, right. Mm. In my mind, it, it's all similar country because I don't really know those parts that much. Mm. I just, you know, think of the centre of the NT being, you know, a lot of desert and that. <laughs> but I don't know, is it similar culture as far as the, you know, say like uh, the Mob and, uh, you know, literature and... Uh, Pindaby and some, some some is similar because family family lines, yeah. but when it when if you don't like say further west, say to Kinto and that that's different. That's really different from the the Arunabong. It's a different culture and different way of rules. You know, different language. Yeah, yeah. Then it becomes different. Like if you're going up to the only reason why I'm connected to the Wormungo mob is because of my grandmother. Yeah. So I can travel up from Mellow Springs to Tennant Creek, yeah. and most of my all my family. Yeah, yeah. So if I was a, if I wasn't connected, it'll be another different country altogether. Yeah, yeah. Mm. People seem to talk about, you know, like Western Aranda and Eastern Aranda. They must be quite similar then, or yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah. They, 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 the Aranda people are similar. Like we talk, it's like the English and the Scottish. They, they got that okay. connection, yeah. but. Um, really close, but they different dialect. It's just different dialects, but yeah. same same mob, same Aranda mob. Yeah. And then what about the Anungu? So just to the south here, so like west south, Maranda? like you go past um, our, our, our say our connection ends with the southern Norija, then the Pindubi mob, um, Pichunjara begins. So oh that's, yeah, okay. That's different different people altogether. So, yeah. yeah. So, but their language is the language is sort of similar with the Norija yeah. mob. Yeah. It's quite interesting talking to people down in the southeast mm. about uh, mission days and how that was 
I guess there were you know pros and cons to it, but it you know definitely was something that cut off a lot of culture. Like is would it be the same way up there? Well, well, good example is um, Arianga. Arianga is Pinjara and Lurija people live there, but it's not in the country. Yeah, right. It's because of the church that the church brought um, all the Pinjara up there. Yeah. Yeah. Because of the drought, that's when, because there was water at um, Arianga, at Ucho. So, uh, so Ucho is a um, lot of Pinjara and Lurija people living in the in and out in the country. Mm. So, yeah. Just recently I was up there for the Mbantua festival mm -hmm. and seeing, um, what was the story? You're in it out at the. the um, no, the, um, bung, that, that, the bungalow. That play, the bungalow. Yeah, yeah, bungalow. The mission there, and it seemed like a lot of those stories are very dark stories, very, very bad history as far as the, the way that the mission mob treated some of the kids there. Uh, yeah, I mean, the thing was, the, it wasn't the mission, it was government. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Government mob, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like that. The, the government just took up everyone and just sort of like put them in stockades, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and just. And try—I don't know—they're trying to just try to change them in a, in a way they only thought that was a was good for them. Yeah. It, it would turn out good, but it never turned out any good. And know? would it be the same way like Hermansburg Mission? Now that's a, one of the, one of the good things about Hermansburg is Hermansburg is one of those places that actually saved. There were no kids taken away from Hermansburg. Yeah. Never ever taken away from Hermansburg. Yeah, right. Yeah, because the mission. They were Germans, yeah. So, yeah, they they saved a lot of kids from being taken away. Yeah, from right. Elizabeth. Okay, mm. but then I guess it's quite a religious place still. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, it still is. Like, you know, a lot of the most of the women are really connected to the church. Like, they have the choir there, and and they still do the real. They they're really into it, you know. And um, sometimes even even like you know I don't. I'm not, I'm not into that. But I, it's really good to even just go to a church, church service and you feel, yeah. you know, I don't know what it is. It just makes you feel good. So, they weren't forced to go to church, or um... they were in the beginning, but mm. not now, you know. Yeah. Mm. And how does that blend with some mob that might be Christian, uh, but then they have you know really close connection still to traditional culture and yeah, how do they make those two? Well, Hermansburg was really good because what they did at Hermansburg was the missionaries, they learned the language and the culture. Mm. They, they, they made an effort to learn the culture. Yeah. So that, that's, that's what made it easy for them to translate everything, you know, like the Bible and the, you know, it took, it took about three years to translate the Bible, you know, from German to Arendam. Mm. Uh, yeah right. Amazing. And so, so, so some of them, the missionaries became cultural people, you know, cultural men. They, they yeah. started off like the anthropology thing. They, by accident, they started that off. Okay. Yeah. So, white people were accepted into the community. Yeah, and, yeah. And so they. Because a lot of them were born born in the communities too. You know? Yeah. Mm. So would then they go through initiation and that? No, I, I don't. I don't. Only one, one that I know of that went through law. That yeah. was Ted Strello. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Mm. So what does it mean to go through law? I mean, it, it's just recognition of who you are. You know, I mean, you, 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 you're putting, you make, making, you're making you an elder, so you become part of the um, community, and the community is your responsibility. Mm. Do you know what I mean? You have to look after the response, um, the community. You have to look after the land, the people that's in it, and you know, do as much as you can for your community. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Does it change much? So I guess you know these days, you know, as opposed to before, white followers got here, then there would have been you know different priorities and different ways how to you know, how to live and be able to survive. You yeah, know, I yeah. guess we got um, oh, yeah. know, shops now instead of, you know, going hunting. So law would change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, going through law is, was made you, made you responsible, like I said, 
responsible for the community, so it was your job to go out hunting and getting food for the community. Mm. Yeah, all that sort of stuff, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And um, or look, looking after the older people and, you know, looking after everyone else. Mm. So that's what, it, that's what it all was, just being a part of a community. Yeah. And do people have the option of going through law or not, or is oh, it compulsory? Yeah, yeah. I mean, now it is, like, you know, before it was compulsory, but now. There's a lot of, a lot of kids, you know, don't, don't live in, like a lot of our family members don't live at home anymore, you know. Mm. A lot of them live in other places, you know. Yeah. So, so that's why it's sort of, you know, it's not compulsory. It's, yeah, mm. if you want it, if you want to do it. Yeah. Mm. Is there a reason why someone would be still living out in Hermansburg, uh, or you know, as opposed to say coming into you know, Alice to live, or you know, moving to you know, Adelaide? As far as there being a bit more there, that they might be mm. attracted a bit more to the modern no, it, culture. It's, it's just it's part of your life, you know. I mean, like I, even for me, like I I don't live at Hermansburg anymore. Um, I live in Alice, but I still go back there because it's it's my place. It's my connection. Yeah. You know, I have two. Like I go to Hermansburg and I go every now and then. I go up to Tennant Creek because they are part of them. Places are part of who I am. Mm. You know, it's just like you know, you go out and say go to go to the um, say cemetery and you visit your visit my dad or visit my grandmother. And, and, and they're there, they're at home, you know? Yeah. So if I want to see my family, I go home and see them. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And then you have more of a connection to that side of the family, yeah, like the Hermansburg. Yeah, Hermansburg, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, why do you have more of a connection there than you do the uh, Warramungu? Probably because we all grew up that area, like, like at Hermansburg. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, if, well, I grew up, the, the thing about what I do is I'm more, I'm sort of connected with both sides because I grew up at Alakran too. Mm. I'm up at Warabra, so need well Tannan Creek area, so I, I I have that strong connection with both sides. Yeah. Mm. And then you're Scottish side Yeah, of the Scottish too. Scottish my great grandfather was Scottish. Up yeah. in Tannan Creek, yeah. He was a linesman. And for the telegraph station. Yeah, like, is there any way or is there any interest to connect with oh, yeah, that yeah, I'm, side I'm, as well? We've been, family been trying to find out where he came from. Yeah. yeah, we sort of found out where he came from, but we just want to make sure. And if, it, if it's, you know, if it's, um, like, proved that where he came from, I'd like to go and see that town in Scotland. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. like, you haven't played gigs over in Scotland yet? Uh, I'd love to, you know, but, it, but it's, like, like, for me, it's, I'm so proud. That my great grandfather, you know, like, just because he's my great grandfather, you know, I'm yeah. I'm part of him, you know. Mm. Mm. Yeah, cultural responsibilities, yeah. Mm -hmm. So like, um, I remember yesterday you were telling me about, um, yeah, like uh, owners of song and then song keepers. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Well, um, if if like you're a landowner and you own that song, but you don't you don't sing your song, you let your kudumala, he's he's your keeper sing it for you. That's your nephew, your sister's kids. Yep. They are your keepers. Yeah. So you're a keeper of songs, so like they're, yeah. they're like traditional songs yeah, and yeah, stories yeah, that you you're know. You're the one who go out and look after the land. Mm. The nephew does that. Yeah. So, yeah. And then I guess you're a song man in, a, in another way through, mm. the, through the country music. Mm -hmm. Is there a way that you find a, a way to balance the two? Like how do you um, go about well, well, uh, yeah, like the, your time and responsibility with the both? Good, the good thing about it is because I've got, I got quite a few nephews, my sister's kids, they do it's there, you know, they, they're keeping it. Mm. And I got my brother who's back home, who is a traditional man, he, he, you know, mm. so I don't have to work. In a way, you know, I'm, I sort of said, well, my brother can be in charge, you know, because I'm doing my own sort of stuff. Right. And I'm busy, and, and that people understand, because I, I am, they know what I do. Yeah. And I said, okay, your, your brother can be in charge, but, and your nephews can be in charge too. So, so I'm so happy that they they keep that thing going, mm. you know. Then I got my sister's grandkids who, who are all grown up too now, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And do you find that any of the traditional comes into the country music or oh, country I mean, music going into the traditional stuff? Well, like um, I did a, did a thing up in Tung Creek with um, the Winninjara, uh, Winninjara songmen, or the, my, the, my uncles from my, great, from my grandmother's side. Mm. And we did an album with the Winninjara uh, Win Songmen, and we did two albums, one traditional and one songs that I wrote in language, um, in Waramunga. Yeah. And, and we sort of, some, some of the songs we mixed some of the songs up with. So the songs, that, the traditional songs they sung were like open songs belonging to our family. Mm. So, yeah. And it was so good to listen to that, you know? Yeah, yeah. And so what were you writing about when you were writing in language? Yeah, yeah, I, I sort of like wrote, because um, my aunties were there, they said, can you write something about, something about this? Yeah, so, right. Okay, we'll do that, we'll do that. Yeah, yeah. So I wrote some, so like, I wrote a song about going to church in language. Yeah. And I wrote something about a Warramunga woman, you know, yeah, Warramunga men. And a song called Lonely Boy about little kid missing um, mother and father, that sort of stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And do some of these songs end up as part of your country music set? So yeah, like I do. You, I, yeah? Do some, I do some, um, like I, I remember doing Lonely Boy at the um, town hall and everyone freaked out, like, mm. oh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, this is interesting. Like, I would just think with the popularity of um, Dr. G, Yunipingu, mm -hmm. and then also um, oh, you got this you know, young Baker Boy fella who's rapping in language mm -hmm. and then everyone's going wild about it. Yeah, I'm just wondering about the, I guess the different reactions that you get because when you're writing a song in English, then a large part of the audience can understand what you're singing yeah, about yeah. and that they can get the story. But then when you're singing in language, they probably get the appreciation of that. Like, what do you find from audiences? Oh, I mean, when I when I did did that song here in the town, or it was packed, and elder, an older couple come up to me after the show and and said, "Wow, we, we, we never we, we didn't realize that Aboriginal people still spoke their language." Wow, I said, no yeah. way. I said, yeah. <laughs> I said, yeah. I said, yeah. I, sp I, sp I mean, English is my third language, <laughs> yeah. uh, and and I said, like at home, mm. we don't speak English. We all speak Aranda. Yeah. Mm. Musically, was it different to stuff that you would? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It was. Right. It yeah. was more of a classical style style of a song. Yeah. 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 Classical in what way? Like, it was. It was. Um, it was like written by a fellow who plays classical music. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So the way he wrote it was, yeah. he gave me the tune and he said, "This is how it goes." Okay, no, all right. Yeah. Hmm. So the tunes of the traditional music. Is there anything that you can kind of like put your finger on as to certain features of the music which makes it well, sound? Well, it's it's um, it's it's sometimes I, sometimes actually there, there it's it's um, the speed of it mm. or um, the way you change uh, and. How long it is? Yeah. Yeah. So m most songs aren't that long. Yeah? They're only about what average. Average would be about forty seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but then, like, do, uh, then do, do, do they always repeat? Yeah. 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 And how do they know how many times to repeat? Because oh, they've been doing it for thousands and thousands yeah. of years. But is, is it a specific number or they just do it until they get tired of it and then they move on to the next one? Um, it's a, say, 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 for instance, you're doing a song about home. So you start, so you're going from a water roll to a water roll. Mm. So it's just little verses. Like it's, it's about, you say, a man walking from me to the tree. Yeah. Yeah. That part. Yeah. Then you say, the, the, the man starts walking again to the other tree. So it's like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Then he gets to the water, they finished it. Yeah. Yeah. 
So I guess those stories, like well, those lyrics, mm. there'll be a lot more meaning. Yeah. Oh, beyond. yeah. The the, mean, the 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 change of the say the tempo and the way they're singing it. It's like if you if it, if you're coming up to danger, then you, you can feel it yeah. that they're singing. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. But as far as the, I guess, the greater meaning of that story. So, say, you know, it might be a story of someone walking from, from here to there. Mm. When would more of that story be told to the people who, who are learning the song or um, the people in the community? Yeah, like oh, the, oh yeah, like like ceremony or, 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 like, or like again, the owner of the song would teach his nephews, and if it's an open story, everyone will sing it. You know, yeah. Everyone will t everyone will learn it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And and they and they will sing and they will put put it on. They'll they'll show it to you. Mm. you know, they will dance and like if it's an open song, women and men all join and do it. Yeah. 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 But then the closed songs, only certain people were allowed to sing it? Yeah. 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 What do you notice that is similar and what do you notice that is different about the music from Warramungu and Western Aranda? It's a language. I mean, the yeah. lang the only the, it's only the language that okay. thing. I mean, most of them are all same. Yeah. If they're singing about the same thing, you know, it's a yeah, yeah. Because yeah. there are some say, um, for us, a universal song. There are songs, certain songs, close ones, mm. that are universal in Australia. Okay. Yeah. Nearly every every tribe in Australia knows. Mm. Yeah. yeah. That's been passed down from the. Un Thousands and thousands of years, yeah, yeah. and everyone knows knows them songs. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. But then also going a bit further north, say the Yongu mm. mob, then they they are different different people altogether. Yeah. Yeah. What do you notice different about the culture up there? As um, I mean, they, they they always do more open stuff. Yeah. Where Chester Desert people don't do a lot of open stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And maybe it ties into it being open, but you see a lot of the the bands up there. Mm. It seems to be a lot of stuff coming from the traditional. Traditional stuff, yeah. I mean, because a lot of them, a lot of the stuff are open to sing. Yeah. As for say the desert people, don't. Not many songs are open to sing. Yeah. So if a lot of a lot more songs that are open to sing, you would you would I think you would find there'd be more central people singing singing in traditional. Mixing traditional and um, contemporary music together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something that is a little bit concerning and a little bit sad and disappointing is in some places in the country, you might have some of the last songmen or like oh, yeah, last absolutely, song absolutely, women, yeah. and and maybe some kids aren't showing no. as much interest to no. learn. So, do you, can you see a, a, a way that they might be able to attract more interest in uh, traditional ways I, for the kids? Well, I sort of noticed probably over the, the last last few years that, that a lot of the kids are interested. You know, some okay. ki some kids are getting interested, in, in the, and a lot of them are going out and learning. You know, like I've I've sort of noticed that, like say say for instance, Adelaide Burke. Mm. There are kids who are really interested in in what's happening. You know, I've yeah. seen a doco about where the kids went down to the um, the Museum of Australia and trying to find their songs mm. and bring it bring them back. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah. which is really good. Yeah. Mm. How otherwise a mob learning out in um, Hermansburg? Uh, oh, they still like they learn from. The old singers, you know. They, yeah. yeah. Is it something formal that happens? Well, so, to sometimes it's have... for say song people who own songs. It's compulsory for their kids to learn. That's it's it's actually compulsory for the kids to learn that song. Yeah. Yeah. And do they choose specific times as to? Yeah. yeah. All right. You know. Yeah, now I, well, we're going, going for ceremony. Now yeah, we're, you we're start learning all yeah, their songs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. As you were saying that in Hermansburg, you got mob coming from different countries, mm -hmm. so how does that go in regards to the sharing of, of knowledge? Well, well, well because lo 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 a lot of our, uh, that um, inter-tribe inter marriages, yeah. so a lot of the kids are connected to, say, Dari and all other places too, so a lot of the, there's a lot of Wallaby kids who are connected with the Aranda mob, 
that sort of yeah, thing. And, okay. and, and that's what yep. makes it, then it spreads out, the stories spread out more because that kid belongs to this here. Yeah. Then if that kid, as his, as his kids, then that, that kids are, can, that's all that, you know, that connection. That's how yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Would there be, though, you know, specific elders or leaders in the tribe which might have a, a longer connection to yeah, the Yeah, yeah, well, the there, there are. There are a lot of people who are, like, there's a couple of people, couple of older men who are connected both with the Walpi and the Pinjana, mm. but it's still Aranda. So yeah. he, he can go any, both sides. Yeah. Where? Yeah, wow, okay. And I kind of wonder, you know, I grew up in Sydney and mm. you know, now I'm living in Melbourne. And I guess my connection to, you know, like Aboriginal culture is probably mostly through my immediate family of like aunties, uncles, cousins, mm -hmm. and my grandparents are from different parts of New South Wales, yeah, yeah. so I wasn't really growing up there. But then there's Aboriginal people in the cities or in the country towns seem mm. to have their own particular culture. Mm -hmm. Is there anything that you recognise in the the mob down in the southeast that you find familiar about culture back, uh, well, back it's, in the central it's, desert? It's um, first time you meet someone, Aboriginal person from their city. Is mm. you can see that without without it's it's sub subconsciousness yeah. in, in Aboriginal thinking in us, all of us, yeah, yeah. that we have that respect for the other, other Aboriginal person. You can yeah. see it. As soon as you first meet him for the first time, they, will, they, will, they won't shake your head until you put your hand out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's, and that's everywhere. Mm. Even if, if, even if an Aboriginal people, person has never been out bush, I don't know, it's, it's, it's inside all of us, all Aboriginal people, something that, you know, that is in us, will always be with us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, even with coconuts? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, everyone, everyone's got it. If yeah. You know, yeah. I don't, don't mean to... No, no, no. no yeah, yeah, cool. I don't know. Uh, but, um, yeah, just how far that connect mm -hmm. uh, connection extends. Mm. Oh, everywhere. It's all over. All over, the, all over the country. Yeah. And how do you get into country music? How did I get into country? Well, Dad used to sing country music. I, I remember your, your grandfather coming up to Rimsburg, you know, yeah. with his band. And wow, he's just magic, you know. And but Dad, Dad was in in the country music you know, for a long time. So he, you know, he he became friends with your grandfather, and I've known your grandfather for a long time, ever since I was a little kid. Mm. You know, I grew up, and you know, I was lucky enough to do a song with him. You know, yeah. And he was after Dad went, he was sort of my mentor too, at towards the end of his yeah, life. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And and what I've been now, 20 years ago I did uh, raining, raining on the Rock here at the time of the first, that's 20 years ago, yeah, yeah, yeah. 20 years ago. And I've been coming to Tamworth as a professional country music singer for 20 years. Yeah. Yeah, yeah well. Yeah. But you were coming here before that? What, yeah, busking I used to come here, yeah, busking with Dad and that, yeah. And like, it, it was funny, like, I really, I, I'll be honest, like, first time I came here, I walked up, walked up the street. I went. I'm gonna be somebody someday. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. I should mention. I guess people people yeah. can't see this view we're looking out on. No, no, no. So we're just right up on the hill. Yeah, it's the valley. Ah, oh, it's beautiful. Looking down that street, straight down there. Mm -hmm. Can't think of what that name, but that pretty much leads right down to Peel Street. Yeah. yeah that's what we're looking down on. Mm. But yeah, as far as I guess the, the, it's probably, I know, it's got to be about 20 kilometres in the distance, yeah. yeah, those mountains. And there's the river running right through the town, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, the people that lived here probably, really, I mean, like probably where we're sitting must have been the lookout for your scouts, like Aboriginal scouts, you know? They'd be up here and have a look, wait up here. Yeah, true. And yeah, just getting back to country music, some people ask me why why is it that black fellas are so interested in country music? It's it's almost become a part of Aboriginal culture, Aboriginal contemporary culture, where yeah, you know, it's come from quite a distance away. Like, can you think of well, why? Just, just say, um, for example, um, Slim Dusty, Buddy Williams, Brian Young, 
Tex Morton all sang about the cattle, the the beauty of the outback, and you know being a being a stockman on the land and looking after cattle. And a lot of our mob was working as stockmen at that time when all that music came out. Yeah, right. And they really, really related to it. It was the, it was songs for about them and for them, you know. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of them went, yeah, this is this is I really love this. It's it's a song about us, you know. That's what it was. You know, it was like the old the old cowboy, the old stockman singing about the life of the stockman, and they really really related to it. And they started singing about the outback, and a lot of people came from the outback and went, yeah, this is where we come from. Yeah. 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 So. Are there any things that you sing about which are very specifically Aboriginal topics? Well, I mean, like, there's, well, I mean, like, for instance, I mean, I didn't write the song Raining on the Rock. Mm. Raining on the Rock is about the land and mm. the people that come from the land, you know? Yeah. And, and that's, that's what really a lot, a lot of Aboriginal people related to, because yeah. that song is about them. Yeah. It was actually, you know, it's written by a white man, but it's, it is, it's about Aboriginal people mm. and, and the land. Yeah. Mm. And as far as a white fellow like writing a song about Aboriginal culture, mm. is that something that should be like encouraged more? Or? I reckon it should be encouraged more because a lot of remember a lot, lot of white kids are born out out in the bush, you know, and yeah. um, and when and what they see is what what we see, yeah. you know, and and if and if people keep writing about you know like you know there, there are a lot, lot of black kids who write about the city. Mm. You know, and or things to do with the city. You know, yeah, and it's where they come from. Mm. Yeah. And then, how is it with sharing culture with white followers out there? Like, is it? Um... I mean, we don't we don't share the traditional um, culture. We 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 share the culture that is open. You know, yeah, that is there. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's just we just we just taking the laws and of things, you know, what not to do, or what to do, or who to ask, or where not to go, that sort of stuff, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just curious as to what it might be like in Alice Springs uh, in the fact that you have so many mobs coming from all parts of the central desert to be living there for whatever reason. Yeah, I mean, like, what we sort of have asked, say, for 100 years is just respect out on the land, you know, don't go there. A lot of a lot of the Aboriginal people know not not to go to them, other like sacred places or not not to burn trees and that sort of stuff. It's just saying, remember, it's out on the land, you know. So that's what it, that's what we ask them to do. Yeah. Respect the land. All right. So, are there different laws the black fellows will? have to learn and, and know and, and respect as opposed to white followers? Mm, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, it's like, because because of language, you know, we, te- we tell them, like, more, it probably more means more if I, if I told you the law in language, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And it, it'd go more deeper if, if I told you in language. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. And so APY mob would be able to understand yeah, yeah, enough yeah. to be able to... Like, yeah. like I was saying before, intertribe marriages have made it easy because a lot of, lot of people know Arundhati, now a lot of people know Loricha, all that sort of stuff, you know? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So your responsibilities with being a songman and a song keeper, so what does that mean? Does that mean you have to go ceremony? Like, yeah, yeah, so, and, and, and just keep, keep the... Like, keep, Keep the song going, and you know, like um, keep the place going. You know, for say, just look after the places. You know, there are things like if there's a ceremony ground and it, and the grass is growing, it's your responsibility to burn the grass and make it make it a place to for people to sit down. You know, yeah. that sort of stuff. That them sort of little things. Yeah. You know, if there's fallen tree, you clean that. That's at the ceremony ground. That's what you do. Yeah. You look after the place. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So when you sing in traditional way, are you using different part of your voice or like, uh, like yeah, 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 yeah. What are you focusing I mean, on? I mean, it's it's sort of 
um, the vo um, I can't really explain it. Um, it's really hard to explain. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I just wonder if it's something that is more more a matter of it just having to be loud. Yeah, it's so loud. Everyone, it's, it's can, everyone hear. can hear you, yeah. You know. So what I'm doing this fellowship on is I'm trying to find ways that that I might be able to piece together some of what might have been here oh, yeah. musically and yeah. so that yeah, maybe I can write some songs that might be a little bit more traditional sounding mm -hmm. and I can you know, sing songs which would have been just like the traditional style rather than uh, Western style. Mm -hmm. The thing I'm concerned about is if there are certain melodies or rhythms that might be sacred. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, there are stories which are, which mm. are sacred and you're not supposed to use, but what about melodies and other musical elements that... Uh, the, 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 some of the sacred, most of the sacred melodies, you can't duplicate, if yeah. you, even if you tried, you know what I mean? I realise they're, they're just that complicated. Yeah, that's, it's just complicated, and so it's really... Mm. No, 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 da no danger in... <laughs> Yeah. Doing it, you know? Yeah. 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 And yeah, it's just a, a, a tricky one to kind of work out. How can I make something sound authentic without copying? No, no, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. That's a good thing about tra traditional sacred songs that you can never, you know, because it's, you know, remember these songs are like, come from the dream time, do you mm. know what I mean? They been here for a long time. Mm. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and it, and it's and it's it's um, songs that are that were made at the in the beginning of our time. You know, mm. Aboriginal time. Yeah. Yeah. From your experience of some of the different tribes out in the central desert how the landscape can mm. be you know, different from place to place uh, and also how close things might be. Um, just wondering, because my grandmother's mom's from this country, mm. you know, a little bit further north, kind of like heading into the direction of Hermansburg and Alice and all that. Yeah, just wondering you know, if you have any thoughts and feelings of how close culture might have been here to um, uh, to up there, like from what you know of, say, some other places which might be a similar distance. I oh, know it's you know, well, quite, well, quite they, hard. They reckon, you know, people back in the day, they, they used to trade. They used to walk walk all over the place. They used to walk around, you know, um, from tribe to tribe. You know, there are, there are always connections with someone from one place to another. Say, like, say, say for instance, say, Will Kenya, say, Will Kenya, and someone in Alice Springs uh, say they are both they are both with the same dreaming. Mm. And surprise, surprise, that same song will be sort of same to each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. I just recently got to see on Vimeo. It is actually uh, the recording of the concert about the Seven Sisters. Oh, okay. Yeah, it seems to be you know, one of those songs which is it's, you know, know, yeah, right, yeah, right yeah, across yeah, the country yeah, yeah. And, and other parts of the world as well. Yeah, just wondering, yeah, if this is a shared story. It's, it's a, it was yeah. a, um, a lot of our songs were, you know, so many tribes, but that all came from there mm. to all of us in this yeah. country. So when you're saying like, so from there, what, like, so you had your hands above your head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come from, yeah, like. What, first people who, first songwriter, first song singers, yeah. song keepers made songs for all of us. Okay. Yeah. And you go anywhere, uh, anywhere in this country, there are songs that are so the same as from another tribe, you know? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But then there are also songs that people would write now. Yeah, yeah, yeah right now, yeah. Have you had a go at writing a traditional style song? Um, I sort of never got to thinking about it. Um, probably, I don't know, I never thought about it, really, yeah. 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 
than people that still do now. Yeah, how is it decided that someone might be the song man? Or oh, they'll, yeah, they'll bring in people to, to uh, sing it to someone and go, if, if they'll bring it to a real song man, like a big song man. And they go, this is not, if it doesn't sound anything like anything, then, you, then you're cool. You know? All right, yeah, yeah. so almost like a copyright kind of yeah, 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 yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well. Yeah, is there anything that I should be uh, careful of and conscious of if I want to put other sounds to traditional mm-hmm. songs and stories? What the, the main thing that you have to really, um, worry about is, d- depends on where you're writing it. Yeah. And if you're writing it for yourself, and if you're writing it about that particular place, then yeah. you go and ask the elders of that area what they think. Yeah. Always go to the elders. Doesn't if you're doing something in that particular place, it's their responsibility. You don't yeah. have to worry about anyone else. So if if it's approved in the place that you're writing it, mm. then you don't have to worry about anyone else. You know? Yeah, yeah. Mm. And what was the process of making the Waramungu? Yes, that's what we did. We, we had to ask most most of the elders in in Turner Creek, and and they approved because I had I had my elders too, my uncles and with me. So so everyone knew that we were we weren't going to do anything stupid, mm. you know, because we had the songmen there, and they knew that, that we knew that everyone was going to keep it thing, and so we brought in the brought in my aunties too, and they kept it sort of like. Straight, everything was made done properly. Mm. You know, even my auntie said, "No, no, no you go on to come, come back this way." And I keep, we kept everything in the open, so people would be happy with it. You know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And like, the songs that I wrote were the songs that they wanted me to write about. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it's interesting seeing the titles. One that stood out is like the dog and mm. snake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you tell us a bit uh, about was, what that's it, about? It was just like, it's a really short story, like it's about the dog and the dingo um, and the snake, you know, walking around becoming friends. Mm. You know, it, it's, it's a really happy occasion when that happens, yeah. when the two enemies become friends yeah. and live happily ever after, that sort of stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Mm. I guess you don't have to uh, tell me about it, but I assume that there's more to that story as far as yeah. what well, what people would be taught and explained. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Mm. Like the Secret Service, they can tell you something. I we saw lights last night, mm. but they won't tell you what the light is, you know? That yeah. sort of stuff. Yeah. So is there a particular reason why, because I heard that those songmen are quite renowned, they, they mm. have um, greater knowledge than a lot of other song people in the across the country. So is there a reason why they able to kept so many songs and kept the tradition and, and culture alive? Because most, most of them, like, there are particular people who um, say the community gets, community picks and says, okay, you you are going to be a keeper. I mean, back back in the day when we were growing up, that's what happened. Mm. And those people have been there ever since they were young. Mm. You know, there are particular people who people know who, who can do it, you know? Mm. Yeah. It's like an athlete. Yeah. You know, when, you, when you see a good athlete, you know that he's going to be a good athlete. It's like that. Yeah. This, this person's going to be a good but he's got to be part of the family member. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Well, speaking about good athletes, I remember when we were up at the Mbantua Festival, uh, you were doing the spear <laughs> uh, throwing workshop. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen someone throw a spear as good as you. So <laughs> is that something that is just part of um Well, well I, got taught, I got taught by my, my grandfather yeah. how, to, how to throw, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I grew up with my grandfather. So. When I grew up with him, he showed me a lot of stuff, survival things to do, yeah. yeah. 
Have you put one through a kangaroo? I have. I'm yeah. Actually, I'm one of those proud people who can say I am. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah wild. Yeah. yeah, just wondering, is there, um, is there anything that, you know, us mob on the southeast who might not have as close a connection to traditional culture and traditional mm. ways that would be worth us I, knowing I, more about? For, for me, it would be always, I would say, don't ever doubt yourself of who you are. Mm. You know, that's, that's what problem with this, with this, with a lot of our people, say, living on the coast, they sort of doubt myself, saying, oh, well, will I, get, I will have the same respect as the people that live at Bush. Oh, of course you have. Mm. Do you know what I mean? You're an Aboriginal person. Yeah. And something I feel, I feel funny, though, is, yeah, I'm, a, yeah, I'm quite a mixture of things, mm. and, and to look at me, I'll probably look more Indian than, mm, yeah, yeah, than yeah. Aboriginal. Uh, so then, you know, if I'm out in the central desert with full blood mob, mm. then it feels funny for me to just say, oh yeah, I'm Aboriginal too, because that's, you know, like one part of me, but, and, and then they wouldn't necessarily recognise me as being Aboriginal But, anyway. but the thing is, our bush, it's more accepted, like, yeah, we don't, if you're an Aboriginal, if you say Aboriginal, you're Aboriginal. Yeah. yeah. Because then I also like feel that you know I'm just so used to growing up in yeah, the city yeah, and my, yeah. my Western ways yeah. and <clears throat> and that that um, it's hard to compare mm -hmm. by using the same word Aboriginal. Yeah. I mean, I mean, like, yeah, I mean, like at Bush, it, it's like if you know you're an Aboriginal person, is that then you're an Aboriginal person? Mm. Do you know what I mean? You don't you don't have to prove anything to anyone. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, well, what you do is, if you, if you respect that other person in front of you, then he will respect you. Yeah. Yeah. Now, flipping that around, then if there's someone who might have as much Aboriginal heritage and as much Aboriginal connection mm -hmm. as you do to your Scottish mm -hmm. ancestry, mm -hmm. then I would also find it a bit hard to think that Scottish mob will say yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll accept yeah. you as being like yeah, no, if you, no, if you no. go to Scotland I, I, and then you say oh, I'm the Scottish fellow but, I, oh, but the thing is that I know I'm, I'm the one that knows who, who I am see yeah. that's what makes it good for me because I know who I am yeah that, that's the thing okay uh, nobody else has to know tell me if, if they're proud of me I am I'm proud of myself mm. and that was that's the thing the bottom line is you have to be proud of yourself, mm. you know? Yeah. Yeah, and that's, whatever, you know, if you feel good inside about yourself, and nobody can take that away. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, sweet. Like coming to the Country Music Awards, I, I'm really happy that I come here, you know? I'm a, I'm a country singer, and people are, okay? But I know I'm a country singer, and I feel proud to be a country singer, like, like, I'm proud to be a Scottish. I'm proud to be Aranda. I'm proud to be a Warramonga. You know? And I feel, that's, when I feel like that, nobody can take that away from me. Yeah, nice one. Something that I'd love to see happen would be for mob down in the southeast of the country mm. where we have limited connection to the, our, yeah, our tribal yeah, lands yeah, yeah, yeah. and our language, our culture then be able to head up into Aranda country mm -hmm. and Pinnaby country and be able to learn, piece together some, some, things, some yeah. parts that yeah. uh, we'd be missing. But, but that's it. I mean, someone's got to do it. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. Do you find that a lot of people are then also interested in a lot, a lot of young people coming through, seeing your country music career that they also are interested in having this life of a touring musician and yeah, writing I mean, country a lot of songs. Do. And, and, but I guess, you know, like some, well, and like I said, you got to realise it's hard work too. You know, you got to work hard at it. Yeah. And, and that's, you know, I've, I've been, that's the reason why I've been doing it for a long time and I, and I still love what I do. Mm. You know, that's the thing. You know, I think, I think you have to really, really, in other cases, I think you really have to want it too, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And 
out that way there are a whole lot of reggae bands. Yeah. There's still some country oh, singers there, coming through? There's a few of them around, you know, but not many. That's why my, my thing is always trying to get, I like to find a good, um, a good talent, you know, and sort of find out what they want to do, you know, but I, I always try to, I'm try, always trying to find that country singer. Always look for it, but there's hardly anyone around. Mm. Mm. Well, it must have been hard, I guess, for yourself as well, that growing up in Hermansburg, there might be cultural differences and and then also the the idea of, um, of travelling around the country being a professional musician is, is something that you know might be so abstract. Maybe not even, you know, like only places like Hermansburg, but say, say it might be like a small country town or, or something. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, how were you able to then uh, acclimatise to the lifestyle of being a professional musician? Uh, it's, um, I think again, going back to me wanting it more than anybody else. Do you know what I mean? Okay. Like, like even, you know, I had, to, I had to change my lifestyle to have what I want. I sort of left my family to have what I want. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's, I, had to, I had to make a lot, a big sacrifice in my life to be who I am, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, it's, yeah, it's pretty hard. Mm. <laughs> it was. Yeah. Yeah, so you got this new album that you're going to be starting yeah, soon? Yeah, I'm, I'm writing, writing stuff. Um, I like, this, this one is, because I did an album called Country Friends and Me, and that was the album that had Raining on the Rock on it. So I like to do a Country Friends and Me number two. So, mm. you know, all the new friends that I've made through the years. So, yeah. Yeah, where are these songs going to be coming from? Like, you write them? I'm going to write them, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and just, even, even if I find really good songs that, you know, I, I can do a duet with, I'll, yeah, I'll try and see if I can do that. Yeah. Mm. And so what's on your mind recently as far as songwriting topics go? Well, that's because I've already done you know, um, a duet last year with um, Young Jess. Um, but like as a country music person, I'm sort of in, in the vein of just country, country songs, you know? Yeah, yeah. That sort of stuff, yeah. Yeah, true. Mm. Any last words of advice for me or for anyone else wanting to go out there and be able to... Well, like we always say, the big saying, be proud of who you are. Thank you. That's the only way.